0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to 10-Minute Workday Zen, the podcast about trying to bring a little calm into the chaos of our day-to-day. Every episode, we'll read through a Zen cone or other teaching and talk about how the lessons we learn can be applied to our lives. I'm your host, Chris Aiken. Just a quick update that we've moved officially to a Monday-Wednesday-Friday production schedule to ensure you get the best show possible every release. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. Moving on! Today's cone is titled, Finding a Diamond on a Money Road. This is a longer one, so bear with me. Gudo was the emperor's teacher of his time. Nevertheless, he used to travel alone as a wandering medicin. Once he was on his way to Edo, the cultural and political center of the shogunate, he approached a little village named Takanata. It was evening, and a heavy rain was falling. Gudo was thoroughly wet. His straw sandals were in pieces. At a farmhouse near the village, he noticed four or five pairs of sandals in the window and decided to buy some dry ones. The woman who offered him the sandals, seeing how wet he was, invited him in to remain for the night in her home. Gudo accepted, thanking her. He entered and recited a sutra before the family shrine. He was then introduced to the woman's mother and to her children. Observing that the entire family was depressed, Gudo asked what was wrong. My husband is a gambler and a drunkard, the housewife told him. When he happens to win, he drinks and becomes abusive. When he loses, he borrows money from others. Sometimes he becomes thoroughly drunk, he does not come home at all. What can I do? I will help him, said Gudo. Here is some money. Give me a gallon of fine wine and something good to eat. Then you may retire. I will meditate before the shrine. When the man of the house returned about midnight, quite drunk, he bellowed, Hey, wife, I am home. Have you something for me to eat? I have something for you, said Gudo. I happened to be caught in the rain, and your wife kindly asked me to remain here for the night. In return, I have brought some wine and fish, so you might as well have them. The man was delighted. He drank the wine at once and laid himself down on the floor. Gudo sat in meditation beside him. In the morning, when the husband awoke, he had forgotten about the previous night. Who are you? Where do you come from? He asked Gudo, who was still meditating. I am Gudo of Kyoto, and I am going on to Edo, replied the Zen master. The man was utterly ashamed. He apologized profusely to the teacher of his emperor. Gudo smiled. Everything in this life is impermanent, he explained. Life is very brief. If you keep on gambling and drinking, you will have no time left to accomplish anything else, and you will cause your family to suffer too. The perception of the husband awoke as if from a dream. You are right, he declared. How can I ever repay you for this wonderful teaching? Let me see you off and carry your things a little way. If you wish, assented Gudo. The two started out. After they had gone three miles, Gudo told him to return. Just another five miles, he begged Gudo. They continued on. You may return now, suggested Gudo. After another ten miles, the man replied. Return now, said Gudo, when the ten miles had been passed. I am going to follow you all the rest of my life, declared the man. Modern Zen teachings in Japan spring from the lineage of a famous master who was a successor of Gudo. His name was Munan, the man who never turned back. In our cone... Munan found his purpose by interacting with the Zen master, Gudo. By feeling shame and then being absolved of it via kindness, it was a wake-up call that Munan needed to turn his life from one of near vagrancy to one of fulfillment. I also choose to assume that Munan didn't abandon his family, but rather used his newfound wisdom to improve their lives as well, though their fate is never technically covered in the cone. Today's lesson, then, is about finding your life purpose and using some channeled specific questioning to break yourself out of whatever funk you may be in. Maybe you need a career change after a decade in the same industry, or maybe you're a new grad that doesn't know what to do with yourself. In the end, you need the same thing. You need to ask the questions that lead you to the path towards a life of worth. So today, I'm going to give you eight questions I want you to ask yourself and try very seriously to answer them. Let's get started. First, which passion are you willing to sacrifice for? Nothing in your life is ever going to be easy. I think we've pretty much all come to understand that. Some things are harder than others. But what it boils down to is, out of all the stuff that you do, out of all the hard things in your life, which one seems like it's worth the sacrifice? Second, what would the eight-year-old version of you hate about the current version of you? What's something you may have done in your childhood for the sheer joy of it that you no longer do because being an adult told you you weren't supposed to. Number three, what consumes you? If you want to say it a little bit more crassly, well, what makes you forget to eat and go to the bathroom? What could you do all day that would make you forget the rest of the world? Next, number four, how can you best embarrass yourself? New things are challenging and chances are you're not going to be very good at them. But without the ability to go out there and embarrass yourself from time to time, you're never going to be able to do anything that's truly awesome. And then number five, how are you going to save the world? Pick a problem, any problem, and then use your passions to work towards solving it. Number six, if you knew you would die in one year and wanted to be remembered fondly forever, what would you do? This is pretty much related back to number five about saving the world, but what do you want to be remembered for? Number seven, If you had to teach something, what would it be? What are you so passionate about that you could teach it day in and day out for the rest of your life and never get tired of it? Then lastly, number eight, what do others come to you for? What do other people tell you that you're good at? What are you the expert at in your group of friends or your family? Answering those questions is part one of your homework. Part two of your homework is what I like to call the what is my life purpose exercise? Here's how it goes take a blank sheet of paper. At the very top, write, What is my life purpose? And what you're going to do is start answering that question. Short bursts, small sentences, paragraphs, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just start writing down answers. It may take you 200, 300 times answering this question before you really figure it out. And here's how you know. The answer to the question, what is my life's purpose, is the one that makes you so emotional, so passionate, that you begin tearing up and break into tears while staring at it on the paper. You might find that answering the question so many times gives you bits and pieces of what your final life purpose is going to be, and that's perfectly okay. What matters is that, in the end, you have a concise answer to the question What is my life purpose? Now also keep in mind that this is a very personal activity and should be done alone at a time when you actually have the time to devote to it. It might take you 20 or 30 minutes of just writing and thinking and doing this exercise before you know what it is you're supposed to be doing with your life. But look at it this way. Is 20 minutes of constant work really all that much in comparison to knowing why you're here? Yeah, I didn't think so either, so give it a shot. As always, thanks for joining me on 10-Minute workday's End. I really hope I've given you some food for thought and brought a little calm to a hectic day. We depend on our listeners to help us make the show better and to bring it to other eels that can benefit from the stories we share, so subscribe, send us feedback, leave us a review. This podcast is produced by Aiken Entertainment. Music is from bensound.com. All rights are reserved.